Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. At NFL Stroud is how you find our friend Rick Stroud on the Twitter machine. Of course, you find his amazing work at tampabay.com and also in the Tampa Bay Times. And Rick joins us right now. Rick, good morning. How are you? Hey, what's up, guys? I'm doing well. So, uh, I guess I wasn't shocked. We can't be shocked given his age. Uh, but I know you had spoken to some of Tom Brady's friends that were pretty sure he was coming back or, or felt like he was going to come back. Rob Gronkowski on television said it almost very matter-of-factly, like, oh, he'll, I don't know where he'll play again, but he'll play again, even though he acknowledged that Tom kind of didn't know yet. How, how surprised were you when the decision came down yesterday? Because, again, we can't be shocked because of his age. But because uh, I was surprised. Were you surprised? I was surprised at the timing of it, for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, he had said that he was going to spend more time. Now, they, they won an extra round in the playoffs a year ago. So, you know, being February 1st, you know, Groundhog Day is February 2nd. It's kind of become that with Tom now. So that part was in... You know, yeah, I mean, not just uh, Gronk, but, like, you know, guys that are in charge of, of, of managing Tom and, and others really thought it was likely. And now, they all, there was always the caveat of he's undecided, he's decomposed. Um, you know, he's spending time with his family trying to figure things out. And, you know, at the end of the day, I mean, I think, and we had written about this too, that, that not many teams, while he was going to have opportunities, made sense for him, right, because of his family situation. Um, the Bucks probably made the most sense, to be honest with you. And, I, you know, last year was a lot tougher than I think people even realized, although we know it was tough. We saw the weight loss. We saw the stress on him. Uh, we saw how the season went. And if you look at the Bucks situation, what are you coming back to? Uh, $55 million over the cap. Certainly he could help that if he, if he was back on this team somewhat. Um, you know, they, they've got 24 free agents. Um, it wasn't good last year. They fired the entire staff, doesn't know who the offensive coordinator is going to be. So if you kind of add all that up, it's like, you know, is there really that many options that work for Tom? And, and I don't think he could get to the place where he felt, you know, that, that it was going to be a win-win uh, for him to play next year, and, and that would probably be here. So, yeah, he, he made the decision, and, you know, you got to be happy for him if he's at peace with it. You wrote a great article in the Tampa Bay Times. You can see it online, tampabay.com, kind of talking about uh, the future of the Buccaneers, and you brought up the Brady retirement and what that could do. We were all talking about the cap strain. Uh, what Break it down for us and for people that don't know what this retirement means as far as the salary cap situation for the Buccaneers. Yeah, well, it actually helps them a little. There's a process which they can, you know, he, he counts $35 million against the cap. Um, but there's a process where they can defer some of that after June to next year. So it'll be uh, broken down probably 11 million or so this year and 24 million or so in 2024. The cap goes up each year. Uh, it certainly went up this year, some $18 million, I think, or thereabouts. Yeah. So, I mean, at the end of the day, uh, you know, this is actually going to give them a little bit of relief from a salary camp, cap standpoint. 
but it's still a tough situation when you've got 24 free agents. You know, Jamel Dean and Levante David, and you know, there's there's a lot of guys that they would like to retain. Um, Mike Edwards, you know, there's a lot of guys they want to keep, and that's not going to be easy to do. And plus, you have tough decisions on guys to get under that salary cap. What do you do with Donovan Smith? Even though he's under contract, he could save you more than $9 million if you release him. Do you have someone that can play left tackle? Are you going to move Tristan Wirfs over there and find a right tackle? Like, there's a lot of questions. Is Leonard Fournette really somebody you need to have back if you could save three and three and a half million dollars on the cap? And, and you know, so there's going to be some some veterans cut. Um, I, I think in many ways that this is a time for this team and this franchise, you know, to pay the bills, to recalibrate, get their house in order. It, it you know, it certainly was worth what they did. They they had three playoff seasons. They won a Super Bowl. They won two division titles. They had home playoff games. Um, you know, those are all worthy pursuits. Uh, but now you, you've you've got to get this thing back on track uh, so that you can compete for years to come. Rick, you mentioned that uh, if they let go of Donovan Smith, they can move Tristan Wirfs over the left side. Do you see a world in which even if they keep Donovan Smith, that they swap those guys? No, I don't think you would do that because then you're weakening both players, you know. And even just the idea of moving an all-pro, if you're the best in the game at one position, you know, could Tristan Wirfs be a Pro Bowl player at left tackle? He's so athletic, I would imagine he could do it, you know. But I'm not going to make Da Vinci paint left-handed if he wasn't already left-handed. I really don't know. No, I would. My I would say you do it, Da Vinci. Try it out. Yeah, he'd be good, but it wouldn't be the same, right? So, I mean, I... I think there's probably a little more resistance to doing that if you can find a left tackle. But they do have guys that have played right tackle, and one of those is Luke Gedeke. Um, You know, he's a right tackle at Central Michigan, struggled at left guard. So, so maybe that is a solution, right? Uh, they'll look at everything. I think the draft, you know, picking 19th, certainly the offensive line, edge rusher, all those things are on the table um, in, in high value. So. Um, you know, we'll just have to see how that shakes out. But they definitely have some some issues at offensive line and not much money to do anything about it. Yeah, you mentioned a lot of tough decisions on the roster and, and some tough decisions to make with the coaching staff as well. And, and they're clearly, it looks like, leaving no stone unturned when it comes to offensive coordinator. They've interviewed quite a few guys. I'm, I'm curious, A, uh, do you think there's a leader in the clubhouse among the guys that they've interviewed when it comes to that position? And, and B, is there a guy that you think is is the best fit when it comes to being the next offensive coordinator for this football team? Because it's crucial, right, when you have a guy who's going to be so hands-off at head coach. Well, I would hope that it would be Todd Munkin. Um, yeah, me too. I, I mean, you just if you just you know try to resume guys, um, I, I think that he makes the most sense for a lot of reasons. He knows the organization. He's worked here before. He's as hot as he's going to be at Georgia. Is he going to win three national championships? I'd be curious why he would want this job in some respects, um, because, you know, I don't, I don't know how secure Todd Bowles' future is. And, and he makes $2 million a year as the highest paid assistant at Georgia. Um, but if you were going to, you know, offer him three years and $9 million, would he jump at that? Perhaps he would. Um, you know, I just know that, that, uh, you know, he's done a good job wherever he's been. He loves the NFL game. I could see him wanting to get back into that. It's been difficult if you're him because when you're winning national championships and playing in the semifinals, that window for college coaches closes. You know, Purdue had an interest in him as a head coach, but you know, you, you've got to prepare your team and you can't really, a lot of teams, even USF, they don't, they want to wait. They want to go ahead and get their guy in and 
start recruiting and you got the transfer portal and all this. <clears throat> so I could see why Todd might want to get back in the NFL. He interviewed with the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, haven't seen him gone back for a second interview yet. They brought some others back there. So we'll see what happens. But, but to me, um, you know, that, that's a guy that you had in your building that's very, very good at what he does and, uh, has worked with young quarterbacks like Stetson Bennett. You've got Kyle Trask. You can draft some more quarterbacks. You can look at some free agents. One thing I would say uh, is that, you know, he worked in Cleveland uh, one year and after he left the Bucks, and he was with Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield's a free agent, and he loves him. He likes him a lot. So yeah. uh, that's a possibility. That's what I was actually going to ask. And once again, Rick Stroud joining us, Tampa Bay Times. Uh, you know, Baker, definitely a possibility. Is there anyone else in mind as far as if Todd Munkin gets the job, that a QB that makes a lot of sense to pair with Todd Munkin? Obviously, Baker Mayfield's one that you just brought up. Yeah, he'd be the one to come to mind. I mean, look, you got a lot of guys with pedigree. You know, the Sam Darnolds and these guys are out there. Um, I, I think you got to find out what you have in Kyle Trask. The plan last year, had Tom not uh, unretired, was they were going to let Blaine Gabbert, Trask, shoot it out. I think I think Gabbert would be interested in coming back for a year and seeing if he can take that job. Whoever's in there has got to learn a whole new offense. This is the this is the negative to kind of what's you know what's gone on with the coaching staff i mean it's very disruptive now um for the time being because you don't have really any offensive coaches at all um so you know they've got to they've got to get that started first and then then they can go about the business of you know are they going to be in it for Derek carr if he becomes a free agent in february if the raiders don't pay him i i don't know you know uh jimmy garoppolo is not someone they were interested in before but he's a free agent now different offensive coordinator wants to emphasize the run game maybe jimmy's not a deep ball thrower so uh, i think first you got to get the coordinator find out what he wants to do you can imagine that they want to run the football again uh, or run it better because they were worse than the league at it that's what bowl said he was going to do judy was boring hello then judy discovered jumbacasino.com it's my little escape now judy's the life of the party oh baby mama's bringing home the bacon whoa take it easy judy the Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.